I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 103 on page 466. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thy sin, and healeth all thine infirmities. Who saveth thy life from destruction, and crowneth thee with mercy and loving kindness. Who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, making thee young and lusty as an eagle. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all them that are oppressed with wrong. He showed his ways unto Moses, his works unto the children of Israel. The Lord is full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering and of great goodness. He will not always be chiding, neither keepeth he his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our wickedness. For look how high the heaven is in comparison of the earth. So great is his mercy also toward them that fear him. Look how wide also the east is from the west. So far hath he set our sins from us. Yea, like as a father pitieth his own children, even so is the Lord merciful unto them that fear him. For he knoweth whereof we are made. He remembereth that we are but dust. The days of man are but as grass, for he flourishes as a flower of the field. For as soon as the wind goeth over it, it is gone and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the merciful goodness of the Lord endureth forever and ever upon them that fear him, and his righteousness upon children's children. Even upon such as keep his covenant, and think upon his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his seat in heaven, and his kingdom ruleth over all. O praise the Lord, ye angels of his, ye that excel in strength, ye that fulfill his commandment, and hearken unto the voice of his word. O praise the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye servants of his that do his pleasure. O speak good of the Lord, all ye works of his, in all places of his dominion, 
Praise thou the Lord, O my soul. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the tenth chapter of Jeremiah. Hear the word of the hear the word which the Lord speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, Do not learn the way of the Gentiles, do not be dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the Gentiles are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are futile, for one cuts a tree from the forest, the works of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They decorate it with silver and gold, they fasten it with nails and hammers, so that it will not topple. They are upright like a palm tree, and they cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot go by themselves. Do not be afraid of them, for they cannot do evil, nor can they do any good. Inasmuch as there is none like you, O Lord, you are great, and your name is great in might. Who would not fear you, O King of the nations? For this is your rightful due. For among all the wise men of the nations, and in all their kingdoms, there is none like you. But they are altogether dull-hearted and foolish. A wooden idol is a worthless doctrine. Silver is beaten into plates. It is brought from Tarshish, and gold from Uphaz. The work of the craftsmen and the hands of the metalsmith, blue and purple are their clothing. They are all the work of skillful men. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and the everlasting King. At his wrath the earth will tremble, and the nations will not be able to endure his indignation. Thus you shall say to them, The gods that have not made the heavens and the earth shall perish from the earth and from under the heavens. He has made the earth by his power. He has established the world by his wisdom, and has scattered out the heavens at his discretion. When he utters his voice, there is a multitude of waters in the heavens, and he causes the vapors to ascend from the ends of the earth. He makes lightning for the rain. He brings the wind out of his treasuries. Everyone is dull-hearted without knowledge. Every mouthsmith is put to shame by an image. For his molded image is falsehood, and there is no breath in them. They are futile, a work of errors. In the time of their punishment, they shall perish. The portion of Jacob is not like them, for he is the maker of all things. And Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name. And at the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy I hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the thirteenth verse of the twelfth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Then he sent to him some of the Pharisees and the Herodians to catch him in his words. When they had come, they said to him, 
Teacher, we know that you are true and care about no one. For you do not regard the person of men, but teach the way of God in truth. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Shall we pay or shall we not pay? But he, knowing their hypocrisy, said to them, Why do you test me? Bring me a denarius that I may see it. So they brought it. And he said to them, Whose image and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. And Jesus answered and said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. Here ended the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, Almighty God, look upon the hearty desires of thy humble servants, and stretch forth the right hand of thy majesty to be our defense against all our enemies, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create making us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthy lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just a few quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. Um, interestingly, tonight's lessons both are concerned with what people put their, their um, faith into, what their beliefs and how that affects their the entirety of their lives. So in our Old Testament lesson, we have 
the prophet calling on his people to not to get caught up in the way that the Gentiles do things. And we should see this, this what the Gentiles do as the natural tendency of humans to have some small inkling of their relation to God and the supernatural, but how it becomes twisted when we're left up to our own devices. And to see the need that is incumbent on in all humans to worship. But what when we are left up to ourselves, we choose to worship things of this world and to see these signs in the sky and to, in essence, try to control it by placating the gods or, or relying on karma or something of the, this sort. And so Jeremiah is, is telling them that that's not the way things work, that God is more than we can possibly comprehend, and he's greater than all these things. And to turn away from these very small-minded ways in which we humans tend to regard religion and to not to to worship these idols that the the gentiles worship you know the the um, cult of of ashtaroth would build these big giant poles out of wood and so that's what he's talking about here and then decorating them and then starting to worship these things and carrying them around as if they're they're gods themselves and so he's calling on Israel not to be this way. But then we see in our New Testament lesson that they have, in fact, become just like that, but in a different way. So the Pharisees saw that the, the, the tendency of Israel to always fall into idolatry. And so they became scrupulous in their adherence to the, the 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 law to keep the people away from this yet here we have a situation where we see that the pharisees who were wanted to restore israel to its former glory and to welcome the overthrow of of rome eventually and the return of the davidic kingdom siding with the herodians who were in league with Rome. So here, these two opposed factions uniting in their hatred of Jesus. And so immediately you see the, the hypocrisy on both their sides. And then they try to trap Jesus with this issue of should they be paying taxes to Rome, you know, hoping that whatever side he took would would condemn him and what jesus calls out is the fact that you know at this time israel was still allowed to to mint their own coins and you had to use the jewish coins in the temple when you were giving your 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 tithe but for 
all other transactions, and especially for for giving taxes to Rome, you would use Roman coins. And so here he's showing that these Pharisees who want to establish their their own kingdom and bring about the the kingdom of God again are in fact carrying around Roman coins, showing that they have compromised their beliefs in using this the the gold because it's easy and it's something that we always have to watch out for is when we start to compromise because it's easy and then you know the first one we can maybe justify it and you know it's not worth bothering about in this instance but slowly those compromises build up and build up until at the worst you have something like the Pharisees who are now siding with the people that they hate in order to get rid of this this threat that they see. But also we see that they've they are have been seduced by the things of this world. They're thinking in earthly terms. And just as the old Gentile pagans in Jeremiah's days were worshiping these false idols they too are worshiping the false idol of earthly categories for things of power of prestige and these type of things so the the pharisees and herodians are both have different goals in the end and have different images of what's important in this this life but they are both suffering from the same sin and that's their own self-regard and that is their own inability to be humble and meek in the face of Jesus. So just some thoughts about today's lessons. We'll continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590, and we will take a moment to call to mind our own prayers and intercessions. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation.